Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Pam and Ricky join me today to wrap up another awesome week, and we have a little bit of time to reflect on last weekend's announcement at D23, the Disney Parks panel. We talk about what got us most excited as far as what the future holds for us as Disney fans. We discuss the new Disney Treasure, the newest Disney Cruise Line ship coming to the fleet in 2024 and the opportunity to sail the Disney Wonder down to Australia and around the South Pacific. Run Disney returning to the West Coast, the Hatbox Ghost coming to Walt Disney World, the possible new lands in the Magic Kingdom, and just things heading to Epcot. We'd give our takes, what got us most excited and what we think this means as far as Disney listening to the fans on social media with possible, you know, uh, fireworks shows returning like happily ever after is coming back and harmonious is going away. What does that mean? We talk about this and much more on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out today for all of your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. One extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2156 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hopefully you are having a great wrap to the week. And if you're like me, you are looking forward to Mexican for dinner on Friday night because that is the proper way to celebrate five days of hard work in the office, whether it's Isn't a home it Taco office. Tuesday? Forget Taco Tuesday. Dude, oh, after working wow. five hard days, you need to go get the number 15 combination. You need fajita Friday. Well, you could do that. Yeah. I used to always get fajitas on Friday, but now I get the number 15 combination at El Azteca. Awesome. It's a tamale, an enchilada, and a burrito, rice, and beans. Boom. Dang, now you're making me want Mexican Just right now. Just telling you, you're welcome. You. You're welcome. I'm telling you, it's Friday. Everybody <laughs> should go get is, Mexican. The problem is that the good Mexican restaurant is nowhere near my house, and I can't send Brian to go get it right now. <laughs> we may or may not have picked the ship for the podcast cruise, the only ship in the fleet that has a cantina. Just saying. Yeah, there you go. So... No, just hey, I'm just saying, I mean, ole, <laughs> but I, we're going to have a good time. But just saying, hopefully you have Mexican, some chips and guac in your future here uh, as you listen to our show to get you through the last day of the work week. So we're going to have a good time today. Just kind of uh, a fun discussion about some of the announcements that were made at the D23 Parks panel last week. We've had a little bit of time. Now, the best thing to do, well, we'll talk about that once again, we're introduced, but Social media is fun during the actual event. Now we've had time to kind of let things simmer. A little time. I always told my students, give it a little time. We'll talk in 10 minutes. Just breathe. We'll talk in a minute. So that's what we've done here. And now we're going to have, we'll probably still have a good conversation. Ricky's joining us from the mouseforless.com. So glad to have her back. Ricky, how is your week? 
Uh, my week is good. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who reached out and wished me congratulations. So that was very nice of you guys. And uh, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, you know, things are things are going pretty pretty decently. So uh, I'm starting to get my appetite back, which is good. I'm hopefully starting to be able to eat meat a little more. Hence the idea of wanting Mexican right now. I'm like, dang, I could really go for you know a steak burrito but the rule, uh, <laughs> the, rule, the rule is brian has to get it for you for you know for i mean yeah but like i said the the mexican restaurant that we like to go to is not anywhere close who cares man it, it could be in tennessee he has to go get it it could be in knoxville and he has to go get it it doesn't i matter. may have texted him though to see if he's on his way home yet and if he's not i might see if he can go the other way to come home so we'll see what happens <laughs> Just how that way works. takes him closer to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. You got to drive through, uh, you know, Knox. You got to drive through the Appalachian Mountains, but you got to get that burrito. Just no questions. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I want a burrito now. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> You're welcome, man. That's what we do here uh, on the VR Guest Podcast. Sell burritos. Make, and make pregnant food. women hungry. Thank you. Yeah. Disney News. All right. Also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, what is your go-to Mexican meal? Um, so we have a place in, we have a couple places that we go to around here and believe it or not, this is going to sound a little boring, but it is a, (laughs) um, it's a soft taco with chicken in it and corn and a, like a really fresh, like cilantro crema Ah. that's on there. It's just like really fresh. The chicken is grilled and whatnot. It's really good. They also have, um, there's another Mexican place that we go to where they have what they call a dance marathon burrito, um, which is after the dance marathon that happens up at Penn state. Um, And it has spicy spinach and chicken and portobello in this big burrito. It's really good. So yeah, weird. I mean, you know, not your traditional no. refried beans and stuff like that, but no. it's really good. Sounds Sign good. me up for that. Speaking of, speaking of your your hometown there, my uh, sister-in-law and her best friend, Beth, she's a listener of the podcast from way back when we even started. Um, they visited your beautiful city, PNC, over the weekend because the Cardinals <laughs> were in town. And because they wanted to see Pujols crank a couple homers out, which he did. Which he did. And so um, I haven't talked to him yet because I I haven't got a chance yet because it's still kind of early in the week as we record. But I told him the one thing they had. What do you think the one thing I told them they had to do besides go either going to the ballpark? But what I tell them they had to do. You probably told them Permanti. Yes, I said you got to go to Permanti's. I'm like fries (laughs) on the burger, man, and all kinds of other junk. I know Beth reached out. It wasn't working out that we were going to be able to do anything that weekend. But I hope that they had a good time in our city and we do have other locations to eat at besides <laughs> no i said permanties man it's so good because we used to go to the one in indy there was one at the mall but it went out of business after our first trip to jam fest i was so i was so mad the second year like i went to jam fest i mean to support mallory you know everything right of course i really went to so i go back to permanties and then went back and it was gone because of covid like it went out of business i was like well i got scammed i was like i came for this whole right? cheer weekend i don't get permanties what <laughs> dude i was so fired up anyway Let's get to the announcements. So, Ricky, this is kind of in your lane. This is your jam. What? Well, you're kind of a social media person, and you were sending text messages about, uh, you know, stuff. Uh, the, you know, reactions, social media. Re- here's here's what I was going to say at the top of the show. And I've, we kind of talked about this on Wednesday's show, Pam and I, is that I'm a sports fan, and I'm a Disney fan. In this D23, in sports, kind of have a lot of parallels because – 
sports fans, like I'm a Mizzou fan. And I just set myself up for pain every year. Like we would, <laughs> I was optimistic until we went to K-State last Saturday. Got then it. we just got killed. Like we should have beat, I mean, K-State's a good team. Don't get me wrong. We have K-State listeners. Jody, shout out. You guys killed us. I still haven't returned your message on Facebook because I'm still salty. I got the <laughs> message, but I still didn't answer. Because <laughs> but I'm you not don't, answering it because I'm mad. Because <laughs> in the Bible, I think it says that if you, the golden rule, like, or something, you know, just if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. So I just <laughs> deleted your message. I didn't answer because I wasn't going to send you back angry stuff. No, Jody, you killed us. I get it. You were, you guys were awesome. We still couldn't catch a running back. If, if, Forget it. But the thing is, so we're passionate. Disney fans are passionate. Some Disney fans, like you just, when these announcements come out, we get excited. Some people just don't get enough. I mean, the the hot takes during a game or during D23, they're of the, uh, they're like surface of the sun hot takes. Yes. You know, like when the things are happening, they are scorching hot takes. I, I live for this stuff. Like, I want everybody to be happy, but I also like to see the Texas fans. I'm sorry, Jimmy, for what Bama, the game, you guys played well. But I mean, it was like, I love seeing like the other fan base that you're going against. Like, I love seeing their takes on the, I love seeing both sides of all the expo stuff happening on social media. Just as somebody that's, I just like to take it all in. It's crazy. It's insane, the passion. And the thing is like, the passion's good. Cause if you don't have a passion, you don't care. When you see the scorching hot takes, that means there is a passion there either way. And it's that's what I saw this weekend. So that's what I want to say at the top of the show. A lot of parallels. I'm an SEC yes. fan, man, and the, the hot takes are just blazing hot in the SEC. And other fan bases, I'm sure, have that exact same thing. That's just the, the fan base I live in. But, I mean, with Disney, it's the exact same thing when this stuff's happening. So, Ricky, what, what was your take overall from D23 and the announcements? You know, I, I know that I, I saw a lot of people who were, you know, disappointed with a lot of the announcements this year. Um, and I guess I, I wasn't. Um, I actually got exactly almost um, what I expected to see. Um, I had been saying for a very long time, if you asked me the question, what do you expect to hear from D23, you know, Parks and Resorts panel, I said, not much because you know there weren't a lot of rumors coming out you know um and you know looking at what was on the horizon and and what i knew had been cut um and what you know i i just kind of saw as things that were actually coming for the, especially the walt disney world resort you know i mean obviously that's what we all are most passionate about I, I just, I, I saw the writing on the wall well before the D23 Expo. I was like, there's not going to be a lot of major announcements for Walt Disney World this year. And there really wasn't going to be a lot of announcements overall, I didn't figure. Um, it just, it, it didn't seem like, you know, I was equating this more to like the, the D23 Expo that happened the second year. You know, the first year, or, or I think it was the second year, um, it was the year after they announced New Fantasyland, which I think I'm almost positive that New Fantasyland was announced in the first year. But you know, that, that year after they announced New Fantasyland, they really didn't have a lot of major announcements for Walt Disney World because they were spending, you know, all this time and they'd spent a lot of resources on building New Fantasyland and they were finishing up and that with the announcements of, okay, these are the things that we're up. we haven't fully shown you uh, for New Fantasyland, so we're going to show you this now. So, like, that's kind of what I figured we'd see a little bit of in, in this D23 Expo for the Parks and Resorts panel. And honestly, I got that. You know, the 
I know a lot of people are, are disappointed. Oh, they didn't show about the play pavilion or, you know, what else is going to happen at Epcot or what about the Mary Poppins attraction or Spaceship Earth? And if you've been paying attention, those things have been postponed indefinitely or canceled, depending on how you really want to look at things. So I knew we weren't getting any announcements about those things. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people who are sad that we, they, you know, they were expecting a, a, a nighttime parade. I, I can tell you, we're not getting a nighttime parade. It's just, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, the, the logistics of having a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom are ridiculously difficult. Um, I feel like, especially with how kind of crowded the parks have been. So I just, I don't see us getting one of those anytime soon. Uh, you know, those were a lot of the things that I saw people kind of upset that we didn't see you know they didn't we didn't see the announcement of when phantasmic is coming back which you know i don't know you know they have an idea but they still have to work out the kinks of you know they haven't run phantasmic in a long time so they and they have a new story supposedly that they're kind of incorporating into it so i knew that we weren't going to get that too so um honestly the things that that i saw i was pleasantly surprised with and i'm sure we'll get to some of those things but, you know, I, I really wasn't disappointed with this year's D23 Expo Parks and Resorts panel. I, I, it was exactly what I expected it to be. So maybe I just came in with really low expectations. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, real, real quick with World, and we'll get to some of the what we're excited about. You know, Walt Disney World, I mean, Epcot's getting a major transformation right now. Basically, Future World's getting redone. You right. got Cosmic Rewind that just opened. You also have Ratatouille that just opened. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got a lot going on there that they're just finishing up. Tron will be opening. Now I was shocked that it's going to be in the spring. I wasn't. I've so, been calling uh, that. But I said, here's what I said. Here's what I said. I don't think I would have made the announcement that they're opening in the spring. I probably wouldn't have said an announcement date. When they said they were going to give out a date, I thought that would have been like, okay, we're going to say a date because it's going to be sooner than you were expecting than later. I thought they'd yeah. just leave that out. You know, like, okay, dude, we're just not going to say anything. But then you would have had people who were mad that they didn't announce anything with Tron. But so, still, like, you I, know. I wanted to win the bet with Scott because I said November. Yeah, he said yeah, December. Yeah, yeah. So I've, been, he, he I've been calling it. I've been know. calling it. I've been saying spring. You've been saying winter and Christmas. I was like, no, 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 it's not happening at Christmas. So it's fine. Right. So, fam, what right. are you, what are your thoughts though, like from the thirty thousand foot level over the weekend? I I think it's interesting because um, we really have had so much new at Walt Disney World that is not something that's going to be announced at like a D twenty three. If you look at what has been happening, we've had a completely renovated contemporary room situation. Also the Moana. Now, these are over the past couple of years, but when you take them all in, you know, what you're thinking of, we also have brand new rooms um, at, um, you know, other resorts. They're working on things like that. And those are not something that's going to be announced like at a D23 or something like that. So we do have lots of announcements and lots of things that they've been making progress on. Um, just maybe not necessarily what people were hoping for. And I understand, you know, people want to hear other things, but I think that we are going to see some really cool things happening. I'm excited about a lot of the things that they announced. And, you know, as we know, some of these are just concept things that maybe won't even materialize, but it's interesting. What other company comes out and says, here are some of the things that we're really looking forward to in the next like two, three years or whatnot. I mean, we all sort of get some sort of state of the union from a lot of big companies, but I think it's interesting that it's easy to criticize Disney because 
they have put this out there already. So then when it doesn't happen, then later on people will be like, oh, remember uh, this? It uh, didn't uh, yeah. happen. Yeah. But uh, I think that happens at so many companies just maybe behind the scenes, right? That people who work for there um, internally, they know that there was a plan to do this, but they didn't get to it. And I think that that's part of running a business is that sometimes you're partway into something and if you don't have the ability to shift and be like, you know what, we thought that this was going to be something that it's not, but for one reason or another, let's just say it won't have the impact we were hoping, or we see the writing on the wall with this one, it's not, really not worth us spending any more time or energy into. I, I think that it's brave of them to share any of their ideas with us and to keep generating this kind of interest in it. So I, I'm always excited about that. Okay, kind of related to that, because I'm going to ask both of you what your biggest, what what excited you the most, which announcement you were most pumped up for. And I'll share mine in a minute, but kind of going along with what you said, I kind of had this conversation with a listener on Sunday Night's Live call-in show. And this is kind of something that surprises me in a good way about the Disney company that's a little bit different than it's been, that I perceive it's been lately. They announced that they're going to bring back Happily Ever After in some form. It's not going to be the same show, but they are going to use the song. I think gonna, it will be mostly the gonna, same show. I, I think it might be. Have, I mean, yeah, it might be. It'll definitely have Encanto in it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if you don't hear, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm wrong completely, but I'm almost certain that that's happening. Well, so they're going to bring that back. And the thing was, and also they're getting rid of Harmonious, which yes. for the love of God, thank you. I know some people like <laughs> Harmonious. That show is too long and it's Pam boring. and I will be sad. But Scott loves that show. Happy. I mean, Scott has tried to win me over and I just like, that is, it's okay. Like it's okay. And I know I loved Illuminations. I'm an old dude. Get off my grass. That's. <laughs> I just, I have this, like, I love Illuminations. It's like my high school sweetheart or something. I don't know. I, I just, it, I can't get over, you know, that it replaced it. I got to get past it. I got to go to therapy or well, something. Well, technically, I've got forever replaced it. I know, it, but, yeah. I know. But I like I've got forever better harmonies, too. But here's the thing. Both of those things, it shocks me that this quickly, they're making a 180 on that. You know, the, we don't know what harmonious replacement's going to be, but we do know they're bringing back harmo uh, happily ever after in some kind of form. And the thing is, that was kind of social media. Like, that was something that people were harping on, harping on, harping on. Podcasts, Twitter, Instagram, vlogs, blogs, all that stuff. So let me ask you this, Pam. Is this something, because I think in the past, Disney would have driven something like Harmonious into the ground for a decade. Like, they would not, they would not make this change within 24 months. Like, this would be something you're riding out for at least five years. I'm shocked how short of a shelf life this thing's going to have. What do you think to that? I'm glad. It sounds like they're listening to their customers. I think that, um, you know, I think that they probably will still be using the same technology that is existing too. there in the lagoon. Um, yeah, and they, I think yeah, that we've had other things yeah. that have lasted a short amount of time even attractions that haven't lasted yeah. that long. So I think that they do listen to feedback. And I think that they also um, are some things that were maybe not intended to last that long. And I think that's something to think about too. The process for Harmonious started before COVID. Um, and it may have changed very much in what we saw versus what they originally intended and worked on. I remember being invited to an event 
where they shared some of the music that would be playing with Harmonious. And this took place before COVID. Um, it's that crazy how long of a period of time that all of this really took to come to fruition. And there's lots of different reasons about, you know, that surround that. So I, I think that that's something to think of too. Like maybe the vision of Harmonious wasn't exactly what they had intended and they wanted to release something knowing that people wanted to have a nighttime show at Epcot. So I think that maybe could contribute to it as well. I think it's kind of a, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's a great opportunity to say this was something we brought around for the 50th. It's run its course. We're going to do something new moving out of that. That's a great opportunity. And like Alfred's saying in live chat, it will be something akin to a Harmonious 2.0. They probably won't use that. If I was Disney, I would not use that name right. Harmonious anymore because for me, it's just got a negative connotation to it for a lot of people, I think, because it came out during COVID and it was just in a rough time. It's not it's not Harmonious's fault. It's just had a lot of issues. Like people don't like the 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 visuals of those big things during the day, the big tacos, the you know, big water barges and stuff. I mean, I just think they just need something fresh. Even if they're going to use that technology and keep the barges and all that, which they will, they're not just going to sink those things or throw them away, I don't think. I mean, who knows? I don't know, Ricky, what's your take on that? I mean, it would be, I, I'm optimistic. I'm thinking Disney listened and they're like, man, eh, maybe people didn't like Harmonious. Let's try something new. And Tanja in the live chat loved it. And a lot of people loved it. And I always say different strokes for different folks. And I love that. I don't have to like everything. I don't. And that's not how it works. That's true. You know, I, I did like Harmonious. Um, I, I think it's a, a fun show. I think there are some slow parts to it. Um, but, you know, there are definitely parts that I really like. Although a lot of people would say there were some slow parts to Illuminations too. Yeah, so, there, you there know, was a part yeah, everybody exactly. took out their phone, but I was like, okay, yeah. fine. It's worth it. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's because they listened to, you know, customer feedback or if it has something to do with what we'll run for podcasts is saying of, you know, that the premium viewing areas uh, are, are don't have great views of the show. So it makes it a little harder to sell, uh, especially for things like dessert parties and stuff like that. So maybe that could have something to do with it too. You know, it could be a combination of all of those things. Um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm not surprised that they're getting an updated uh, Harmonious or, you know, show for Epcot. I am surprised how fast it happened though. I really did right. think that they would hold on to it for a little bit longer, uh, just because when you think of how much they spent on building the barges and, you know, everything like that, um, it was a lot of money. Uh, so I definitely think that they will still be in use in some way, shape or form in the new version of whatever they do. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset that Harmonious is going away. I think it's, you know, I like it. I like, enjoy the show, but yeah, it, it, it's fine that it's, it's, I'm not like attached, attached to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine to see it go. So. Yeah. And I like, I, I like enchantment. I have no problem with enchantment, but bring me and You know what? Tanja, I love Tanja. She's out in Tennessee. She's she, one of my guests over at the magic for less. Just a, she's a great, I consider her a friend. Cause we talk via email sometimes. She's a great Disney fan and very level-headed. And she's got the quote of the day. And it's exactly right. She says, we're fickle creatures. We complain for change and complain about change. 100%. That's yeah. That's gu I'm guilty of that, right? I mean, like, you know, oh, my gosh. Could we just, you know, change this up a little bit? Then, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, not that so change. Yeah, exactly. I didn't not tell that. what I wanted. For which, real. you know, is ironic. I, I take this 
this quote a little bit more towards something I think we'll talk about later in the future, and that's the updates for Dino Land USA, which, I mean, obviously, there's a whole mess of stuff coming with that. But, you know, the, this is that's the exact quote that fits that information perfectly. I've seen people complain about, you know, them changing it out and seen people complaining about, oh, but it was such a terrible area. So, you know, they, they can't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for being, bringing the voice of reason, Todd, you're right here into the chat. We love you. Thank you for that comment. Okay, fam, let me ask you, all the announcements, personally, we're all Disney fans. I mean, we're podcasters. We do this because we love talking about Disney as fans. What got you the most exciting after bam, 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 bam? What's the one? What, what surfaced to the top for you? I, it has to be the treasure, right? Yes! I mean, okay. I'm just excited about it. If it sails Knowing... on time, please, for the love of God, sail on time. <laughs> I know, I can tell you, and we talked about this a little bit on Wednesday's show, but I truly, the Wish is my favorite ship to date. And I know that some people feel the same as I do and some people don't. And that's fine either way. We went into a whole deep dive on that <laughs> last Wednesday, but... I love the idea of a new ship and I love some of the innovations that I think we will see on this ship and I'm okay with things being different. Um, I still love what I love about the other ships, but uh, here's going to be my big confession of the day, right? Not a fan of the classic ships as they are called. Wow. If I had my choice, I would sail on any of the other ships. Wow. Interesting. Um, all things being equal. I know, right? I know. People are going to have definite feelings <laughs> about they that, are. right? I need a fajita sound. <laughs> <laughs> but Add that to the sound. Right? I know, I got to get it. <laughs> it's just a matter of taste. And I'm so glad that some people still love the classic ships. I think that's awesome for them. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. It's not what I'm looking for when I go on the ship. So I'm looking forward to the new treasure for sure. No, that's awesome. Here, you know, I saw Erin Foster from, she writes the unofficial, she writes the unofficial guide yeah. to Disney Cruise Line. And ever since she posted this tweet, it's been in my, it's been living in my head and I can't get it out of my head. And she, she wrote this thing about how, so the treasure is going to have, Aladdin and Jasmine on the magic carpet in the atrium, like right is that that's the statue because yes. all the ships, if you've never been, they have like a statue in the atrium. It's gonna have like yeah. a stage, right? And the, the whole thing's like an adventure is gonna be the theme for the ship. But then you have the wish, and they're like, okay, I'm all kinds of confused because is there not like an Aladdin show on the wish, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so that's confusing. And so on the treasure that has the Jasmine and Aladdin statue. With Genie, what does the Genie grant? He grants wishes. Wishes. Yeah, so, I get where you're going. I know, like, I know, I know. Somebody, I that didn't, too. somebody didn't think this through before we made these <laughs> these connections and started naming these ships. Like that should have been, you know, we should have done that on the wish and like, you know, Which, like I always thought that's they living in my head. Genie on the back of the wish instead of uh, Rapunzel. <laughs> exactly. I felt like that was a better choice of a character for that, but okay. So now I'm gonna be all messed up because of that one tweet. Because now I'm like, oh my god, the wish and the genie, like what? Whoa, 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 it's not the same thing. Like, I'm so, yeah, it's, it's got me all kinds of confused now. Already, and the ship's not even built. Oh, you know, it's not even done. So, all right, Ricky, what got you the most excited besides the treasure? I, you know, the first thing I, I love about the treasure, by the way, I just want to kind of go back to that, is the fact that it looks so different than, you know, the other cruise ships. I mean, the other ones are very light and airy and, you know, thing, and, and opulent and things like that. And this is opulent in a whole different way. And I really love that they're going with a completely different color palette for at least the, the lobby and I'm sure a lot of other areas on the ship as well. So 
Um, I'm I'm really excited to see the uh, the wish. Uh, see, look at you having a donut too. <laughs> I'm really excited. To see, yeah, exactly. I'm really excited to see the treasure. Uh, and I know I will definitely be booking a placeholder cruise, uh, or actually, I'll probably have to book something before that because I'll probably want to be on the ship well before I have the opportunity to book a placeholder cruise for it. So, um, you know, it's just I'm I'm really excited about that ship. But um, I think, of course, there's there's two things that I was really excited about. Uh, the first, of course is going to be all the, you know, the blue sky announcements that came out of, you know, D23. And I, I know that a lot of people are, you know, I saw a lot of people claiming that those were things that are actually happening. Uh, you know, like, oh my gosh, Encanto is coming to the Magic Kingdom. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Let's not <laughs> count our chickens before they're hatched yet. Uh, you know, all the things that they announced as far as at that blue sky segment with, you know, Moana and, uh, Zootopia and Disney's Animal Kingdom, and then you've got, uh, you know, the Encanto and Coco and Disney villains in the Magic Kingdom. That all is very, very, very much like could happen, could not, may happen in the way that we see it, may not, you know, like it's all very like up in the air. But that's the kind of stuff that I always love to hear about. Like, I, you know, always love to hear about the blue sky concepts, the things that, you know, could happen in the parks, the things that they are excited about. Um, you know, I, that, that to me is just, is, is one of the things that I love to see, um, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that they kind of opened the curtain a little bit and, and showed us some of those things, um, because some of those things I am very excited about, um, you know, I, I know that Zootopia and Moana don't necessarily fit in Animal Kingdom the way people would like it to, uh, but, you know, I think that those will be two very interesting additions to a park that, like I've said for a long time, needs some sort of addition because, you know, by, by the time we get to an addition in that park, it will have been at least 10-ish plus years before there will be something. And trust me, it's going to be a few years before they officially announce anything for, you know, what's replacing Dinoland USA or part of Dinoland USA or wherever we go from there. Um, but then, you know, the, the interesting part about, you know, Encanto and Coco and um, the villains, which of course, if you're a Disney fan, you've known that they've been talking about Disney villains for, I mean forever well, i talked mean, about it, it for a fifth gate for you know, exactly it has been on the docket for you know as well basically as long as i've been a disney fan and i've been a disney fan for you know 20 plus years at this point so or you know in the where i've literally been immersed in all things you know learning about disney and stuff like that so um you know i think it's really interesting that those are concepts that they are considering for the magic kingdom again do i necessarily think they fit in the magic kingdom maybe maybe not you know things change in the way the concepts work at, at you know in all of the disney parks so we could be seeing changes in concepts for you know the the magic kingdom um i do think though that we should probably say goodbye to tom sawyer island and the liberty bell um i think they're filling in that lagoon and they're going to use that space for whatever they're planning here that's and, a shame yeah maybe some more but uh i i think that that's probably where these things are going to go um, cause I, unless they go outside of, you know, I think there's like a road or parking back there behind, you know, big thunder, or, which is where they were talking about. So it's gotta be like kind of next to, um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see kind of what Disney has planned, but keep in mind, these things will be officially announced probably at the next D23. So we'll have to wait at least probably two years before we get anything concrete about any of those attractions that, you know, are kind of on the docket. Um, and, uh, but, you know, they definitely, the one thing I noticed about the Moana one, go back to that at Animal Kingdom, 
is the fact that I definitely saw a spinner attraction, uh, like Triceratops spin. And I was like, oh, it'll be probably pretty easy to just retrofit that into something for Moana there. So that, that's where I figure the Moana section is probably going if they put that there. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. But then, of course, the thing that's actually coming that I'm very excited about is a figment meet and greet. What? I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. So uh, my question, though, my question, because I've done this two different ways. Is it going to be, you know, a life-size version of figment? Or is it going to be the Figzilla version of Figment? Because I've met both versions of it. So I'm really interested to see how they're going to, you know, incorporate Figment into a meet and greet. So I'm very excited about that. I've met the Figzilla. I didn't know that was what his name was, but I've met him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a, he's a giant, like, you know, Godzilla-sized Figment. So, I mean, yeah, Figzilla, definitely. I mean, just <laughs> big. Yeah, cool. Here's what I'm most excited for. And this one, nobody talked about. Nobody saw coming. Run Disney returning to the West Coast in 2024. Yes. Holy smokes. That's going to yes. be awesome because, I mean, the whole time I was out at Disneyland, because, I mean, I, here, here's what, what I kept telling Scott. Because, again, I was traveling with Scott. We spent the week together out there, our families. And I just kept telling him how awesome Disneyland was. Like, oh, my God. Everybody on the podcast for a decade has been like, Mike, you got to go to Disneyland. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. And I just kept, you know, just like, whatever. Walt Disney World's fine. I don't need to go. And so, you know, that's why I kept telling myself in the back of my head. These people like, yeah, it's okay. It's only two parks. It's a couple hotels. I don't need to go. And then once I got out there, I'm like, I was so stupid. Why didn't I go 10 years ago? This was <laughs> Disneyland. I want it all. Give me corn dogs. Give me, you know, give me everything. And the thing was, the whole time I was out there, I was like, Scott. I'm so mad at myself that I yes. never got to run a race out here because it's so cool. <laughs> and he's like, dude, there because Scott, of course, ran like five. Like he's like, yeah. he, you know how he is. He's like, I'm telling you what, man, they were awesome. I'm like, shut up. I don't want to know because <laughs> I wanted to do one. So I just like that ship has sailed. You know, I, I'm, I'm dummy. Like I just missed it. And then all of a sudden, boom, they announced, they don't give any details. That's no. kind of how it is in these things. But they're like, in 2024, we're coming back to the West Coast Disneyland Resort. So I'm excited for that as a runner. I mean, I got to, you know, maybe buy a secondhand, you know, left leg or something. To I was going to say, you're going to buy a new, new knee at that point. Of course, you're gonna need it. <laughs> this happens as I'm injured. You know, I'm like, Ugh. but, you know, by 20, buy me like a year and a half and you know, get back. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for that because again, that's going to be an opportunity to try something I've never even done. So that would be, that'd be very cool. And I just, you know, we, we talked about this on live call and show the first race on the West coast when they return, cause they haven't run one since 2017. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lottery to get in that thing. I mean, it's not oh, going definitely. to be, it's going to be so hard to get into that one. Yeah. Good don't, luck. don't say I'm running that race. Just say, I'm going to throw my hat in the lottery to try to get a spot for that, to get a bib. Cause You're not wrong. It, it's going to be insane. The, the sign yeah. up for that, but I'm excited for that. I mean, it's something that I wasn't expecting and that's the kind of stuff I like. Okay. Quickly, let's. Uh, we got about eight minutes. Let's go one quick pick. Don't get super involved, but Pam, one more thing that got you excited. So the other thing I'm excited about um, is the San Franquicio, and um, <laughs> I really am. And I mentioned this the other day, but I really am. I love Big Hero. I really like that section of Disney's California Adventure. I love Disney's California Adventure. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think it's just going to be a great addition. I and mean, if we can get some attractions in there, that would be cool too. And I have to mention another one too. Oh, another one out in California 
is the retheming of Paradise Pier um, into being Pixar. I think that that's just going to be a great option to have out there. Um, I love the on-site hotels at Disneyland. I think it's just as important to stay on site there as it is at Walt Disney World. And I'm really looking forward to there being another option. Yeah, that's both of those. I mean, now that I'm into Disneyland, I was so invested in Disneyland got a lot. And I was like, bring it because i used to be like i was bitter because i didn't go to disneyland now that i'm like i'm like oh yeah that's my place that's my jam like yeah okay let's do that too okay ricky what else because disney world's where my heart is i mean still but disneyland i like disneyland now too okay go ahead i know i know uh and disneyland did get a lot of stuff announced which i think is why the walt disney world fans are a little bitter too yeah. but uh I think you know I think, I mean, you know sometimes you gotta have a favorite kid i'm just telling you yeah you, know, so. you got the hashtag <laughs> I mean, I mean, be fair to Florida I mean, going pa- around. Pam so, always says Hannah's her favorite daughter. I mean, it happens. That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, which Pam is the question? No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so, always, hey, um, I, always, I always tell my girls, Riley's my favorite daughter right that's now. That's the right <laughs> answer. That's yes. the right answer. Uh, I mean, I think I'd be remiss to say, you know, if I didn't mention the Hatbox Ghost coming to, you know, Walt Disney World and, you know, the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if you paid attention to kind of the lore of the Hatbox Ghost and how he, you know, showed up in Disneyland's version for a brief period of time, very, very brief, and then disappeared, and then people were like, "What? What happened to that? You know, ghost that his hat head went in the hat, you know, box." And so, anyway, uh, you know, they finally brought him out in, in Disneyland once they, you know, were able to get the technology to, to officially awesome. kind when of. When I saw him on the Haunted Mansion, that thing was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's very cool so you know now that they have the ability to have the technology work uh it's it's really great that they incorporated him into disneyland and then now i'm excited to see him come to walt disney world uh i'm a little uh curious as to where they're going to put him um you know I, it'll it'll be very interesting to see where he ends up in in the attraction um but uh you know they heard our sympathetic vibrations and he's going to materialize so i'm all good with that <laughs> Also, how about the opportunity, real quick, because we have about three or four minutes left here, the opportunity to take a South Pacific cruise on the Wonder. Because, and Pam, we kind of teased this on Wednesday, so I want to give you the opportunity. These cruises that you're going to be able to do out of Alaska, they're not going to be like long cruises all around, like the coast of Alaska, go or Alaska, Australia. Sorry, we already got Alaska. I wonder, my brain has like a, you know, it's like you connect the dots. Like I hear Alaska and and wonder because i mean that's basically the 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 connection for a travel agent because the alaska sails wonder in the summer but the alaska is going to sail out of australia it's going to go down there it's going to on the way obviously do a a cruise from honolulu down to the south pacific stopping in places like fiji and other oh my god that'd be so awesome that'd be unreal and and the thing is though basically what they're going to do what they kind of did i think it was with the magic in the uk these little like two and three night little cruises to kind of, I think it's just to kind of get the Australians a little taste of what Disney cruise line is like. This is what I'm guessing just from a kind of, you know, fan point of view. What do you think, Pam? I mean, this is kind of a great opportunity to kind of introduce the market of Australians to Disney cruise line. A hundred percent. And those repositioning cruises I expect will be in really high demand. Oh, you're talking about oh my gosh, yeah. the chance to experience something like Fiji and Samoa. This is my hashtag bucket list in terms of those islands. The French Polynesian islands have always been something 
I, you know, wanted to explore. And I think one of the reasons why I always loved growing up the Polynesian Resort, these areas seemed like the most exotic areas that my little brain could think of. Right. right? Same. same. <laughs> I mean, just. <laughs> yeah. When I was a teacher, we used to watch the movie Contiki and I read the book by Thyrehall or something. I can't remember the author's name, but it was about the guy who built the raft, right? And like sailed it. And there's like old black and white movie you could watch. And we'd watch it in sixth grade. And I mean, it was like the greatest adventure of all time. This is dude on a raft with like a bird that landed on it. I mean, it was like, I've always wanted to go there and I can't, but I mean, I don't think I'll be able to, but God, I want to so bad. That's the best. <laughs> I know. So it's, it's just going to be a really cool thing to have that. And I think there's a lot of um, people who live in this area of the world who are just looking for an excuse, looking yeah. for the reason to travel to Australia, right? And if they're Disney Cruise Line fans or someone who wants to do this, this gives everyone the perfect excuse. So I'm loving that they're doing these. Um, I think that we'll hear more about them before they're going to be available for us to book at the end of September. But um, it's going to be a great opportunity for sure. What are the chances they have blooming onions in the main dining room on this cruise? Stop it. <laughs> Shrimp Zero. on the Barbie. Zero percent. Zero percent. That's not a knife. Stop. <laughs> you go to cut your steak. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Your main, your head waiter pulls yeah. out like a big old machete. This is a knife. <laughs> Dude, there's all kinds of themes you can do with that cruise. I'm oh just telling gosh. you, man, they need to have me in charge of the, the no, thematic elements. <laughs> No. Okay, no, here's what we're do doing in the dining room. Here's what we're doing for the stage. Here's what we're doing for the DJ. Yes, <laughs> we'd have fun. That'd be a fun cruise. All right, anyway, we're going to get out of here, but here's the deal. Sunday night, let's talk more D23. What got you most excited? Now that you've had a little time to let your fajitas sizzle and you can cool down on the hot takes, let's talk about a little more. And let's talk about what the future, me, uh, future looks like for us as Disney fans. Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney, Disneyland, Walt Disney World. Again, this stuff, it's the fun stuff. It's the toy store. Let's have some fun talking about our favorite topic. Again, thank you to Ricky and Pam for joining me for all these shows. We have so much fun talking Disney with you. But most importantly, thank you to you for giving us the time to listen to the shows and be a part of our community for talking with us on social media. Again, Ricky's at Ricky Nibs. Give her a follow at R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T Pam. I'm at BR Guest Mike. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, if you want to support the podcast, there's three big ways you can do that. First of all, the most important way, book your next vacation with us over at the Magic for Less Travel. You won't be sorry because you're going to get first class service from the time you fill out that no obligation quote form. We're going to take great care of you. It costs you nothing extra. And we'll just we'll take great care of you. Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line Adventures by Disney. Give us a shot for your next Disney vacation. I know you're probably an expert. You know how to do all this stuff. But it's great to have a partner in planning. Somebody there. I spent four and a half hours on the phone with Disney Cruise Line this weekend on Sunday. You don't want to do that. You want to watch football or you just want to go on a walk. You just want to keep your sanity on a Sunday. Let me do that for you. So we'll take great care of you. Again, check them out over at themagicforless.com this weekend. Also, please uh, use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That one extra click really does help us out. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all this possible. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, please come on over and get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. It's patreon.com slash podcast. And join us Sunday night live on Facebook and YouTube. It's you, me, and Scotty G. We open up the phone lines to take your calls. We'll be talking 
anything you want to talk about, but it's probably going to be some of these announcements. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube this Sunday night. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your weekend. Hope you have some fajitas in store. Daisy's excited. Yes. Sorry. Daisy's ready to go. She's like, it's Friday, Friday. She's like Rebecca Black right there in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So now you got that uh, earworm stuck in your head. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike. Wish you a great weekend. Whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy, go Vikings, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.